my goggles <laughs> okay <laughs> chapter, chapter 323 is named request and it, it opens um, on one of these blimps because they don't have planes for some reason and it is Illumi and um, Hisoka seem like they are in a very posh bar but yet they're dressed like douchebags Hisoka is dressed like he usually is but Illumi is ready to like go to Jersey Shore he has flame pants on those pants are amazing (laughs) like his clothes seem completely out of his character I don't know why I have this image for him because when you look at what Killua wears Mm -hmm. um, you have to think that it's influenced by his older brother looking at him he had the kind of the decision that this dude would make to come out of the house in flame pants. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what kind of sneakers these are supposed to be. Dude, the way that I see him with the long hair, he's just like this rocker dude, especially with the armbands and shit. Like, yeah. he's just like, he's like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm, you mess with me, you come up to be like, hey, nice pants, asshole. He'll <laughs> kill you. I'll just stick a pin in your head that you just become right. a failure for the rest of your it's life. Like, <laughs> he's a real joker. Watch this magic trick. <laughs> See this pencil make? disappear. So he's explaining to um, Hisoka, going from the chapter before the last one, why they need to kill his little brother. And I, I don't know if Hisoka, his original reaction would have been like, okay, I'm down, or no, I need more explanation first. So he goes off into this exposition and he's he's talking about... um. Aside from the initial thing he said, um, there were six other times when a, a pair of people died. Um, his mother didn't believe Killua, and this this clearly shows that she's obviously the more homicidal, experimental type, rather than the father. She didn't believe Killua, so she killed two more people, then another set of people to make sure. Then she killed two more <laughs> sets of two people each to figure out if the deaths followed a pattern. So in total, she killed eight people. Yep. To establish what Osama already told her. Mil- Miluki traded two sets of tourists for some of his toys. 
Um, so that's another four people. So you have those 12, um, the initial two, so it's 14, and he says, in between those, we had two big ones. And as far as we can tell, 13 and 67 people died instantly. So you have the 14, and then these 80 people, so 94 people they've killed, I think. Yeah, they've killed a shitload of people. And, uh, Hizuka is just on it, obviously, just staying quiet, not saying anything, as he should. Yeah. Um, and then we get, uh, the picture of the servant that asked for to make him a billionaire. And then we get Miluki in this ridiculous sweatshirt. What the fuck's he wearing? That's like, like a, probably a chibi version of a magical girl of some sort. Yeah, maybe horrible otaku hoodie. Right, and then he's basically saying, you know, kill this person for me. And uh, this is Illumi saying, you know, the first one was Maluki or Miluki. The second was a butler named Yashua or Yasuha. Uh, and then we do a back flap. Uh, sorry, no uh, <laughs> flashback. Flashback. Uh, back flap. Yeah, back flash. <laughs> <laughs> we do a flashback. Um, to a point where there was, um, I guess there was a tourist out there, and Miluki was walking with Aluka and Kalito. Kalito. He's such a tiny baby. Yep. I actually thought this was going to be where they're going to take that family portrait, but that wasn't <laughs> the case. Yeah. This Aluka's hair is too short. Yeah. So then, um, he asked the tourist, "Hey, you know, you mind if I?" Uh, we don't mind if they're, you know, take a picture or two. Um, so he's, like, taking a picture of the mountain. And then he's taking a picture of the dog. Dogs. Which, yeah, which there are more than one, obviously. Um, and then uh, Aluka comes up and says, Hey, Mr. Muna, can you eat this for me? And I think it's a mushroom, right? Yeah, it looks like a mushroom. <laughs> Dude's like, what? <laughs> And then, uh, um... Creepy Maluki. Yeah, like, Ma- <laughs> like, no, don't worry about it. Uh, um, sorry. Alika likes to play Make-A-Wish. Just say, nope, sorry, and it'll be fine. And he has the, the creepy smile with his fat face. And he has he also has the um, the dead eyes that the other brothers have. Which yeah. they, ha- they clearly have to have gotten from their mother because Killua doesn't have them. Mm-hmm. So Illumi's continuing, and he's saying that they had a, a, a problem tracking, you know who was the other person that died, along with um, the tourist Muna. She says, and then he says, um, Kasuga, which is the the butler that it exploded, um, paid the price for Yasuha's wish, so it was easy to track down the victims. And he said, they figured out there that the reasoning isn't as simple um, where a pair dies, when, at, between when a pair dies and when a lot of people die. So he says that maybe they thought there were rules between the two different types. And he explains that the butlers get their training and their education on the family property. And when Kasuga died, all of the people, a lot of people who were in the same class as she was, died the same way at the same date and time. He says, other than those people, their homeroom teacher and instructor and some people from different classes died. People from the same orphanage, her foster parents and their parents, they were all close to her. And he says, but there's no way in hell that she loved every one of her classmates. And what really made them figure it out was she had a really sick, um, her birth mother was really sick, and they only got to meet each other once a month for 30 minutes at a time. 
And he said, according to the orphanage's records, this was her most loved person. But she's still alive in the hospital. And Hisoka's trying to ration it out. He says, you know, people change over time. Love and hate, two sides of the same coin. And he's like, yeah, that that's kind of a good personal philosophy. But no, it doesn't make sense in the situation. He says, she didn't really hate her mother, but she loved another person more. And this was the lover that Illumi himself cautioned her about. He's like, if you do this for me, I'll ignore the fact that you have this lover. And he mentions, you know, internet dating. She barely knew the guy, but she was in love with it. And then Hisoka figures out, like, wait, you're my friend. You're screwed up. You didn't find this out after she died. You looked this up, and then you decided to see if it would work. Yep. (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. We intentionally experimented with her. And then he, he says in small type that our butlers are executed if they have lovers anyway. So, basically, either way, she was going to die. So he says, um, if we didn't find out the complexities of the situation, the Zoltic family possibly could have died as well. And he says, um, they investigated the deaths of the first 13 relentlessly and had a theory. And after the 67 died, they were certain. If you refuse Alaka's request four times, you have to pay with your life. When there are two deaths, the person who failed Alaka and the most loved person would die. Naked pictures. Yeah. When there are more victims, on top of the failed person and their most beloved, in addition, people die in order of how much time they spend with the failed person. That's what, And he says, that's why the mother didn't die, but the lover died even though they only spent a short time together. And Hisoka's got his serious face on. He's like, ah, yeah, that's bad. That is fucked up. <laughs> and Lumi's like, see, this is why we have to kill him. Because Killua, um will ask Alaka to make Gon like he was before. And he says, Killua will make the request himself. He says, if he forces the price onto somebody else, it wouldn't be a problem. Because we don't care. Right. <laughs> but Killua will do it the wrong way. And then it, it cuts back to um, Killua and Alaka. Oh, he's so cute. I mean, she's so cute. <laughs> and then Alaka is all Onichan and Killua looks pensive. And I like the three shots of the, the brothers there, or whatever you want to call them. Like, the siblings. They all have the um, the two younger ones of the tiny white dot in their eyes. And Illumi just says nothing. It's the blank void. Yep. <laughs> if you look into his eyes, you're already dead. Yep. He says that um, Kilo will have someone else make the request of Alaka and pay the price himself. So... Um, Illumi, I mean, sorry, Alaka. Okay. I don't know why I also imagine Illumi wearing a skirt, but yes. Alaka. <laughs> <laughs> because you're weird like that, that's why. This whole family's weird. Yeah, well, that's true. Killua with but... his Kingdom Hearts shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so true. That is totally like Sora's feet. Uh-huh. He's completely dressed like Sora. Yeah. Alaka, uh, Alaka jumps on him and is happy to see him. He doesn't care. Um, Killer was feeling all gloomy and he's sorry for, for leaving um, his sibling behind and, and Alka's like I don't give a shit I'm happy you're here you smell like you which I don't know what else he's supposed to smell like yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe Alka has had like delusions of the mind <laughs> and has like had this moment before but is like I don't smell anything like I don't you know just like snap herself out of it perhaps yeah and this so, is the- this works. It's like where she's just 
he she's just uber adorable for some reason. Like all snuggling up like Oni-chan. Like, I think Togashi wants to set it up that you love Alka so much and then Monster. Yes. Right. I think that's what he wants to do. Um, and this is Alumi talking back with Hizoka, talking about... He's fucking fabulous. Like, <laughs> like he, yeah. Dude, like, exudes fabulous. You yeah. look at how he's I sitting down. When I looked at this panel, I it looked like he was wearing a thong. Like, Hizoka <laughs> like, <laughs> is curled up in, like, the fetal position in the corner. Yeah, he's just like, and, what is happening right now? Um, and he's explaining about um, the past arc Chimera Ants, and it, it seems like he has all of this information, but not all of the hunters do, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you assume that he's very well informed, so he... Yeah, and since he's now a hunter, he can take advantage of stuff. Right, exactly, because, I mean, the same thing happened, because, I mean, Hizoka himself had no idea that this happened, so... He explains, you know, he's like, you know, the king, you know, he was such a monster that Natera was forced to use the rose on. Uh, Gon must have cursed himself with a creed and limitation, even heavier than death, in order to feed his top lieutenant. Um, which is what we've already talked about, about why Gon is in such a bad shape. And Lumi says, you know, but to return him to a state before all this would be beyond anything money or medicine could achieve. The wish will likely be granted, and Kilo will go along with Luca's request with his life on the line. But there will be a request that Killua won't be able to grant. Killua will die trying to grant an impossible wish. And this is where Hazuka's like, okay, so the mission will fails. His most beloved and him, whoever spent the most time with him, gone, returned to normal by the wish, would be forced to die. And this is where he's like, uh, uh, wait. No. <laughs> he's like, wait, what's wrong? He's like, did you, when you said both of them, <laughs> you meant... You and Killua, not Gon and Killua, didn't you? <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, oh yeah, yep, oh well, I fucked, I'm fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Illumi just has like the the, the troll face on, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He's wonder. like, uh, I wasn't talking about Gon. He's like, oh shit, okay. So he's like, I'm fucked up, but you're a piece of work too. It's like that doesn't even matter if you me- if we mess this up, it won't be just me and Kalewa and Gon that die. All the Soldics would die as well. Even still, I'm of the opinion that the father of this wish will number in the tens of thousands. So basically, anybody that has been you know with Gon or whatever, anybody that Kalewa's ever met basically is gonna die. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole, everybody took the hunter's exam. Who isn't like, dead? Yeah. Imagine all the missions he's been on, and probably everybody like, we've been introduced to so far. Yeah, everybody we've been introduced to so far is probably going to die in this case. Mm-hmm. So that would be an awesome end to the manga, though. Yeah. And then everyone died <laughs> in <Yeah>. the world, <laughs> except Alaka. <laughs> and he played in their blood. The end. <laughs> Uh, he's just sitting there like, brother, where are you? <laughs> I'm done playing this game. So then Hazoka's like, oh, because uh, Illumi tells him, you know, you'll probably die too. And Hazoka's like, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> like, sad face. I don't want to die, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a panel change to Aluka saying, you know, brother, die for me with a little heart at the end. And Killua says, "Yeah, sure." 
and he she goes bang and then there's like no head yeah and it looks like the same effect as when you know alica's power normally kills someone right he dies no he dies he dies in this chapter right there he's dead so then we go back to Illumi. <laughs> with his troll face right and, like, nothing else yeah and he goes you know i'll ask Kilo to wish in the proper order but be there out of sight if Kilua says no, or if he says yes, but is lying, Aluka, you know, you must kill Aluka. So basically, uh, they're both going to be watching. Right. And that's. And if Kilua like how... tries to screw them, they're going to burst out of the shadows and kill Aluka immediately. Yeah. I do like how, you know, it does a little troll face of Alumi where it's just like black and white. <laughs> and then the same thing happens for Hizoka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next panel is just his eye. Yes, yeah, just his eye. <laughs> so Illumi continues that Alaka has no fighting skill whatsoever, and in that respect, he seems a lot like um, Neon Nostrad, and it's gonna explain more in a second. But Alaka has no combat ability. He's just a normal kid, except for you know the murder and the granting wishes thing. And the translator's note says that we're not jerking you around. Illumi and Miluki say that he's. Um, that Alaka is a little brother. Killua says it's his sister for some reason. Which, I don't know. Like, I need this explained to me. Because it, it just seems weird that the we ha- two oldest brothers wouldn't know the right gender, but the younger, older brother would. Yeah. We're, we both looked at the translations, and that's exactly what it is. When the... Because uh, Patrick... Um, Trick, the TM, he... Like, I, I, linked, him, I linked him to the... Um, to the raw, and mm-hmm. he's 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 more pro, uh, proficient in Japanese than I am. So he was like, and the same goes for uh, uh, Zero X Omega. Um, I sent him because I know he's also good in Japanese too. I sent him the raw. And he's he like, yep, it's, basically. Uh, Prince Leon too, right? And Prince Leon as well. Yeah, I sent him to people that I know that they know Japanese because I've already had that happen. That error happen to me uh, this week. So uh, <laughs> I apologize again. <laughs> Um, and they basically said, you know, uh, the term is used as brother for Illumi and Miluki, um, and Killua refers to her as sister. So it's Togashi fucking pulling his shit on us. Like I said, it's, he's just trolling at this point or doing something. I don't even it's know. It's probably some sort of secret between Aluka and, um, Killua. Why he's the only one that says sister, but all of the other boys in the family say brother, mm-hmm. including um, Kalato. Yeah. The parents seem like they're gender neutral. They don't actually say, um, use any words that describe male or female. So, just going by these dudes, Killua yeah. doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, well, maybe. Either that or he just sees him as his little sister, or I don't he even know. He always wanted a sister. Who knows? <laughs> and Alaka likes to play games, clearly, so why not? Let's play dress up for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> Illumi's finishing. He says, "Only we just don't know from where he came." And then we get a switch to the. Uh, it's like, I don't even care. Yeah, Why are we I swear that I was like, "This shit is." Bo- I don't care. Like, go back to that. Like, oh, this the is the best creates... part of the chapter right here. I love the election scenes. They're the best. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> The election rate is 89.7%. Four people voted for Kaito, who's still dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Who else is interesting in here? Um, Gone Hanzo, 21 other people got it's one. Like so it seems like. Voting for Gone? Like. Who the so, fuck is voting for these people? Like, seriously. Knuckle, probably. Oh, maybe. Because, you know, he's like, yeah, Gone's not in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Knuckle probably hasn't voted. Wait, did he show up? Who, Knuckle? Oh, well, Shoot definitely wouldn't have voted due to being on the verge of dead. Right. It looks like his Soko lost his vote, which is tragic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> I say, it just says and twenty one others and three others and stuff like that. So that could be everybody else. It's just... Yeah. Well, the last time it was it was Hisoka and others. Like, why yeah. not put him there? Mm-hmm. Or maybe because anyway. he's not the emphasis. But anyways, maybe we they, basically maybe they just... beat the hell out of the guy that voted for Hisoka. It's like, <laughs> no, you're not doing this again. Because <laughs> uh, that would have been so me. I would have been like Hisoka the whole entire time just to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even care, Hisoka. Yeah. So Paristone basically realizes that there's been an increase in absentees and, you know, that this means that those who were told that their votes were invalid last time didn't vote. Since their invalid votes are illegal this time, they lose their license. And everybody gets all grim. You get ox and dog. And then Tiger says, you know, why the hell would they go that far? What the fuck? Or what the hell? Sorry. Um... And then he turns around, uh, Paristone looks at Mr. Beans, and he says, you know, then for those who broke the rules twice, we should take away the licenses, right? And he says, yep, and then we have no choice. So he looks over at the chicken or the rooster or whatever it is, and he says, this is a list, uh, Mr. Beans tells her that, you know, there's a list of the people who need to turn licenses in. Please send two letters to each of them. One asking them to bring the licenses to headquarters, and then the other one asking them to give them the reason or the detail for the reason for their absences. And then Paristone says, you know, I wonder if that is truly enough. And everybody kind of just, like, looks over and they're like, okay. Still now gaming. What the, f- yeah. mm-hmm. what the fuck is this guy going to do next? And he says, okay, the rule breakers have gained free reign to not vote as many times as they want in exchange for the license. I won't have to fear anything if, even if I don't vote. And he's saying that as a little quote. And then Tiger says, you know, you're the one who thought of taking the licenses in the first place. So we all, as like, and he's like, well, so, you know, we all agreed with a vote. Besides, license loss within a time limit should be against, should have been all against. If I wanted to gain a higher vo- voting rate, I would have agreed then. And then Dog's kind of just um, kind of inner monologue, you know, thinking about it. It's like, you know, that's right. What I hate about Pariston is how he accepts and suggests conditions that disadvantage him. It's as if he's enjoying the obstacles or problems. He's similar to Chairman Natero, even if only there, and that's what I truly abhor. And then Parasite makes one final suggestion, and he says, you know, let us, the 12 Zodiacs, hold a lecture with all the hunters to show them how important this election is to associate to the association, to mankind, to the world. I like his hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is what, the, like, the, the emphasizing background behind him. Yeah. Like the, Into the like, future. The jacket, like, the, the the detail on the jacket that he's wearing, too, is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, um, he says, you know, we can't be showing this through a computer screen or the net. We need to look at them in the eye and give them our voices, our souls, for the chairman as well. And then Doc keeps saying, you know, this is what I hate to death about you, Pariston. And then back to the stuff we care about. I mean, like... <laughs> like, I so, guess for that, like, it's definitely, like, it makes sense for Doc. Because, like, 
Pariston is just throwing around, like, you know, the chairman's name, willy-nilly, like, yeah, for the chairman, and we have to brush our teeth, for the chairman, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, you know, it's clearly a bullshitter, we all know this. Um, right, he's basically using him as an excuse, as a as a catalyst for his own actions, mm-hmm. or his own ways, so. But, I want to know how they managed to style Alaka's hair like this, this is the, the box, whatever. It's like I don't really. Know. That's what you're like. Not the way that his or not. Never mind. His, his hair. Everybody's hair in this thing is all weird. Yeah, they... but like his soka. I know he uses hair gel. I've seen that. Yeah. Okay, well then, how the hell do you explain the twelve zodiacs changing their designs? Plastic surgery. Science. <laughs> Science. Exactly. <laughs> Science. They said at the very beginning that they got. No, surgery. I don't. No, no. I know that they. I know that they used mm-hmm. that, but I mean for the hairstyles. I mean, you could you could have some pretty freaking exuberant hairstyles yeah, in this hairstyle area, clearly. Right. Yeah, exactly. So why? But is there's nobody cool? coming to Alaka. That's a bad <laughs> idea. Like Alaka has like dreadlock squares. Yeah. Well, it's weird. Yeah. Anyways. It's just... Yeah. Anyways. So, page 18 shows us that now um, Togashi's just jerking us around. And um, Alakaseda and Nietzsche wake up, and then you see the movement of the body gets up off the ground. He pulls his head out from his shirt and says, boo. And Alka compliments him. And Kilua leaves us with the, the cliffhanger bit. says, there are a few rules to Alaka that Dad and the others don't know. And it's like, I don't understand. But anyway, um, Alaka then asks for a second wish, which is to play Shiritori. And he says, yeah, sure. And Kilo continues, the one that calls me Onichan is the real Alaka. Says, the one that calls me Kilua is something else entirely. And then you see limitless darkness. And, and the, creepy the smiley face. face. <laughs> That's the power of this. At the end of 323, what will be the outcome of this lethal bet? And what of the election? I assume murder. Like, either, I don't see any option where someone doesn't die. I'm sure Kilua won't die. Um, I'm sure nobody would be upset if Illumi died. Maybe, um, maybe we'll be lucky and, like, Miliki will walk into the room. <laughs> <laughs> like, unnoticingly, and then, hey. And then he dies, and then there'll be a party. <laughs> Yeah, but like even if I think if it was a situation where Miloki was the person who took on the penalty, it would all be the same. Unless like he spends all of his life in his room and he doesn't come out to talk to anybody, mm-hmm. the family would still die at the very least. Oh yeah, yeah. Hisoka and everybody else, they'll be fine. <laughs> but the family's dead. Gon will survive. Yeah. Because Miloki doesn't really know him. <laughs> The Oreo, Kurapika, the spiders, they'll all be fine. Mm-hmm. But I, I would like to know who... I guess, like, if he dies, like, all of 4chan would die. <laughs> he clearly hangs out with on the internet. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that wouldn't work, would it? Because it's just a virtual bond. <laughs> yeah, but a bond is a bond, though. She met that dude over the internet and fell in love with him, and he died. They only knew each other for a couple days. Yeah, but... We're meeting each. Oh god, that would suck. That means that if this shit was real, I would die. One of you guys died. <laughs> Fuck that. So many of us would die. Oh, that is rough. Mm-hmm. It's like it's unfortunate that that um Killua for the family and everyone else mm-hmm. that Killua has changed 
and that he got rid of the implant Illumi had in him. Mm-hmm. So now he's not going to do the sensible thing, which is set someone else up to die. Mm-hmm. He's, as far as his brother's concerned, um, well, I, I think, do like that there's this... Illumi knows that he did that, though. Illumi that, doesn't know that he took out his chip. I'm... I'm sure he. I'm sure he knows because, um, one, it's his chip, and he was using it to track his brother. So maybe I'm, uh, I'm that, sure he knew right away. And also, like, if he was in control of his brother, there wouldn't be this situation. There wouldn't be this conversation with Ahsoka. Uh, I think. Yeah, he, would, he, he probably uh, would have never gotten that far with the ants. Like, he probably yeah, would have. No, that, def- that definitely makes more sense now. You're right. That mm-hmm. definitely makes sense. So okay, so his brother obviously knows that his chip is out. Because personally, the way that I saw it is like he's looking at it from just his or um, now that he's capable of understanding, you know, more feelings and whatnot because of being with Gon, mm-hmm. Illumi understands that Kilowatt now is going to have some sort of um, more of an attachment or responsibility for his sister for walking away from her. Because mm-hmm. remember, even Gon or he brings it up himself. He's like, yeah, we're like, dude, remember. why do you even feel so responsible? Just twelve. Well, because well, the thing is, is like he probably saw her as the one person. That he, he clearly gets along with her better than anybody else in the family. Well, that's because Illumi is. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, are honestly... the mo- they are the two people in that entire family that actually act like family members. Nobody honestly, else, even though, his dad. You know what I think, though. I think the people in the family that love Killua the most. Are the ones that act the weirdest towards him? Mm-hmm. They're more the asshole. The more like, basically Zoldic. Like, Illumi, it, yeah, like a Zoldic. You, it means we love you. That's basically. I think it's... that Illumi and um, his mother love him the most out of everyone there. It's just that they're so fucking twisted. Because even um, I think when he took the chip out, I think Togashi described. Um, the limit that Illumi placed on his brother with um, his voice in his head and the tracking and everything is um, a form of twisted love. Like, obviously, the parents didn't teach them um, what the way you're actually supposed to display love. So he comes out with this sort of thing instead, which is where he wants to protect his brother's life no matter what. And since he can't be around his brother 24-7, the easiest way to protect him is to... Um, program him in such a way that he would never truly put his life in danger. Mm -hmm. And you also see in this chapter itself, um, it's kind of subtle, but it's there. It's obvious that Illumi, in his mind, the ideal way to go about this, because he he seems to have no intention of actually stopping Killua from making the wish, is he, he seems to have come to the decision, okay, you want to save your friend, that's fine. You want to use Alaka, that's fine. But you have to do it in this particular way so that no one important to you or me dies in the process. But he also seems like he's he's committed himself also to a situation where it's possible that he and Killua die. Mm-hmm. But he wants to work it out so that if someone has to die, it's him and Killua and nobody else. Well, and I think uh, that's why he went over to, um, to Hisoka because mm-hmm. Hisoka has some interest in saving Gon as well. Because Hisoka is obviously intrigued by Gon and Killua to a certain extent as well, as we've seen checking them out and whatnot. 
But <laughs> yeah, not being bored. If anybody's gonna have any like a, a strong person is gonna have any ability to, or, or get on a looming side to do this, is definitely Ahsoka. So that's why I think you his know he went to friend. the right. He went to his only friend who has you know the same like hey either you help me and we get the boy you're interested in fighting or you die. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really not an option. I, I love how Illumi... I, I guess it's implied that this conversation he's having with Ahsoka is going on prior to the meeting between Killua and Alaka. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously, if they're having this conversation super far away, they won't be able to stop Killua. Yeah. So, I like that um, Like he, he hasn't discussed any of this with his father, it seems. Or maybe they've had this discussion with the father's like... I can't imagine a situation where you'd be like, I, I want no part of this because you're dying either way. Mm-hmm. And th- their intention is to uh, preserve the family legacy, obviously. Otherwise, they wouldn't have come to this conclusion where they lock Alco away. And I think what's going to be interesting is, just like how Killua mentioned, um, he's, he's saying that if not for Illumi, Illumi's influence in his life, maybe he would have figured out um, to protests basically them imprisoning Alaka but like I would like to know 12 year old what the other alternative would have been like honestly like I don't I don't see with this kind of power aside from finding a way to um like have Karara Lucifer come along Mm -hmm. with his Nen stealing ability Mm -hmm. and steal the Nen away but you don't know if this is Nen based that's the thing you don't know if this is no I know you don't but like like I said the only similar type of power from what we know about it so far is um Neon's Ghost Rider ability where if you fulfill a certain amount of conditions um the ghost itself comes out Neon goes into a trance she doesn't know what she told you and then she can't, obviously, she can't predict her own future. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go right on a limb and assume that Alaka can't make wishes for himself, obviously, because he's possessed at the time. Mm-hmm. Or she, whatever. And Let's stick with a he, because I think it's funny. We keep talking about him as a he, and people <laughs> keep saying he's adorable. And it just makes <laughs> him sound like pedophiles. <laughs> so, I think, really, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out that way. I mean, but then... You would think that if the family knew it was Nen, they would have gone ahead and had someone that was brave come and try to steal it. Mm-hmm. You'd figure that more than just Kororo came up with um, an ability to steal Nen. Well, right. And then I'm sure they would have known what Kronos, uh ability was, too, because they hunted him down. Yeah, they knew they so met they knew him. his ability. I mean, these guys are obviously... They're well, but maybe like so. If they were really, when they, they were capable of doing that, they would have done that. Maybe when they met him, they were like, in a situation where he is not the enemy, which is going to be in a few minutes when all of this is done. Mm-hmm. We should ask him, "Hey, we will pay you a ton of money to come do a job for us." But then, oops, then sealed. What are you going to do? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. <laughs> But then, I mean, at least they would have brought it up, and then it would have been alluding to this. But then, see, with him, too, he can use the abilities whenever he wants. Mm -hmm. So he wouldn't be in that same sort of situation that Alaka is. Well, do you tell him everything, or do you just fuck him over? You're like, well, it's your problem No, he has to... 
he has to know how the ability works. The person has to tell him oh, right. in order for him to be able to take it. That's right. So he would know before he takes it. He'd just say, but all does right. That, does it have to be first person? I was like, this is the first person? It I has mean, to be first person. Okay, so the person you... Aluka doesn't know because Aluka has no idea. Yeah, he knows. He knows parts of it, yeah. Yeah, because Alec is the one Killua. who told Killua. Right. Oh, right. If I remember correctly, you have to touch yeah, his yeah. book. Right. And you have to tell him how your ability works. And he's, he's extremely charming. You can get that, out of, that information on anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, a chick would have taken him home if she had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> she was so in love with that dude and then evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it was just so funny because it was like, oh, I don't reckon... It's like, I don't recognize you with your headband on. I am so completely over like... He, no, but I think it's not just the, the tying of the... The hiding of the tattoo. But he also, like... He smiles. And he seems... He looks nice. He does a thing with the eyes where... They don't look like they will rip you apart in a second. Mm-hmm. They look like they're the kind of person who would... Put their jacket down over a puddle so you could cross... <laughs> at, doors and pull out chairs and all this nonsense and then go home I don't expect anything say thank you for the nice evening I'll see you again if you if you'd like to see me that sort of thing that's the kind of person he looked like at dinner mm-hmm. then he turned into the like the kind of person who would mug you <laughs> steal your superpowers strip you naked throw you in a box let some dudes hack you to pieces like he turned into that guy and just like where did this come from <laughs> but like if he had his abilities maybe if this is Nen based um the ideal thing to do even though you're giving him like boundless superpowers by doing this mm-hmm. but the ideal thing to do would be to um to ask him or someone like him to come and take it away because he could always just put it in his book never use it because you never know who may set off the conditions um once you decide to use it mm-hmm. You may not want to kill the next person that walks in the room. So. Yeah. But that's another reason to kill Kurapika. It's like, look at what you did, bitch. <laughs> we could have fixed this. It's got repercussions. Be like, come on, wait, so there's another reason to kill Kurapika besides. No, I that? meant the spiders in general. Oh, well, right. I mean, they want, they, want to, they want to fucking kill him for that whole entire, like, oh, sorry, we're just doing a job. Like, we don't give a fuck about your eyes. They're just pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they just sold well. That's it. Right. Yeah, I like that they stole them back so they can sell them again. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Endless money. It's like just to just like just to be double dicks. It's like we killed your clan, we stole their eyes, then we sold them. Mm. But we weren't gonna do anything. But now you start this nonsense. So we're gonna steal them back just so you can't buy them. Hey, you know you you gotta pay back. You know everything that's happened. They lost like two members. Three, if you count the leader being out of commission for a yeah. while. I guess four, if you count Hisoka leaving. But um, but Hisoka was never t- one to begin with. They yeah, but he still he still killed that guy though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's he, true. he still killed whoever had the number. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, but uh, yeah, you know, lost all these people. You know, might as well make some money off of it. Yeah. Okay, so now to the most important part of this chapter. What do you guys think the election is going to be like? I mean, I imagine Paristan is going to finally fix it so that he wins. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he's going to go, because he says he's going to go to basically every hunter, and he's going to intimidate them. They're going to hold a lecture, right? And this is the crazy yeah. thing. And like To me, this is where it's going to come off as 
why he's doing this. He wants to have a lecture to the hunters, mm-hmm. and he's going to make this big thing about the world and everybody around him. And he's going to let his his charisma basically win that thing. He's going to see mm-hmm. everybody being like, you know, because obviously all the Zodiacs being there, everybody's going to have their say. And everybody, then he's gonna, they're going to see how everybody has their flaws. And he's going to play up this persona of he doesn't have any flaws and he's the, be- he's the perfect candidate because he wants to have like this whole entire thing. Like we should do this for the, for the chairman, like. You know, should show everybody how we're united and associated to mankind, to the world, this whole entire mentality. So, plus, and two, it um, several people have an automatic disadvantage because Kanzai Tiger, he obviously can't speak. Yeah. He's obviously not intelligent. No. So even the people who were voting for him, once they see him speak, that you know, that's gonna be done. Mm-hmm. Um, Gee, why Jin, does that sound familiar? <laughs> Jin. I don't know if he's even capable of oration, but he just doesn't care. Yeah, he just he might not even show up, dude. If he sends a panda, it'd be like, <laughs> yeah, he just puts a panda There's up no there. For, like everyone, like let's say, gets thirty minutes, and they're just like a panda in front of a podium. Just <laughs> it would be really funny if he put like a panda muppet instead, and he like hid backstage <laughs> while he's controlling the muppet, right. like with his nan or something like that. <laughs> Uh, but I think he needs to show up because um, Dog seems like she's like at the end of her virtual rope. Mm-hmm. And it's like if Pariston gets his way one more time, she's either going to snap and kill everyone mm-hmm. or she's going to kill herself or something. Like somebody's going to die is how I feel. She's just going to bitch about it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how dare you make fun of Dog Cheetle like that? <laughs> Had another meeting. The rat is a dick. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, like clearly, uh, Pariston, he has all kinds of kung fu treachery planned. Yeah. It's like, I don't see anybody else that would be able to win. Like, unless Jin, like, fluke, um, flawless victory speeches mm. out of nowhere. None of the other people seem... I mean, obviously, they all, somewhere deep down, want to be the chairman. But I don't see where they have the potential to win. Obviously, Pariston has his followers, which is a huge bulk of the, the hunters themselves. And, of course, by going to this meeting, he'll be able to see the people that don't show up. And, obviously, Gon's not going to show up. Shoot's not going to show up because um, they're both in the hospital. Um... Kilwa, depending on what happens, may not show up. Isoka and Lumi, obviously, they'll be busy. But, like, I, I wonder if Shalnok's even going to come because he could go to jail. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting. Sure. It would be really interesting to get everybody in the room at the same time, you know? Yeah, so we could see who the other, like, 600 hunters we've never met before mm-hmm. are. Right. Maybe get updates on people that are still alive. That we saw yeah. before from the... Well, actually, the only one still alive is, like, what? Hanza? From the, the last exam? Isn't Pokal still alive? No, Pokal died. No, he was nommed. Yeah, they nommed Yeah, nommed he, was, he was... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah he was, like, killed, killed like, right in the beginning because he, yeah. he was sent in with a girl. I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was, he was the first... That. Yeah. Him dying made the ants learn about Nen. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and then Pito, like, hacked his brain. 
Yep, to find <laughs> that's out how they learn. Yeah. That's how they learn about Nen. He was, if it wasn't for Poco, none of this shit would have happened. <laughs> God damn it, Poco, you suck. <laughs> you and Milky should just form a club. Yeah. Go somewhere. Uh, especially why, especially, it was really funny, especially after reading this week's chat, like, uh, manga, not manga recap, basically, but going over volume seven, mm-hmm. where, you know, uh, Wing's like, yeah, he's having problem with Nen. Yeah, he's like, well, he can't even do Ren, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's so, why um, his power is like a, a rubber band bow and arrow, like from his hand, yeah. like a high school kid. Oh, I totally forgot the question I was going to ask. Oh, oh Killua's exam. Was he the only person that passed when he took it? Yes. Yep. Because okay. he just dom- He just basically <laughs> killed everybody. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Yeah, there was, yeah the, the first test was, okay, whoever, it's, a, it's like a Royal Rumble. Whoever survives the Royal Rumble gets to go to the next phase. He beat and like, everybody, and he was Yeah, the and like five minutes later, everybody's all decapitated all over the room. And then Netro was like, okay, yeah, clearly. You passed. Because <laughs> like, I don't think they've... We have to clean up this mess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've held a hunter exam since his, so there's no more new people. It would just be old people that we haven't seen before. Right, and I think that obviously they would stop doing the test before they... Well, yeah, once the they... chairman's dead. They need to find out who the new chairman is before they have another test. Right. So, Sushi, of course, wouldn't be a hunter. Um, I guess we'll see more of Wing, because he was there um, voting. Um, yeah. trying to think of who else. What about... Menchi, um, Buhara, Satotsu. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Biscuit We've was seen up, a right? lot of her recently, Yeah, though. but Biscuit was back recently. Yeah, Biscuit. she was there. Well, I guess... Yeah, Biscuit was back. I'm pretty sure that if if anyone's gonna be like, a god, it, it just didn't like. It, all we got was like a picture of her. Right. It was that. It was that picture that our awesome fan um, basically went back and just labeled everybody who that was in that in that two page spread. Yeah. 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 They just basically went and put names and where we knew them from, which was awesome because it definitely helped. So. I totally do not remember most of those people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it happens with this see- series. I hope there's a hunter that wears a panda mask. I really hope so. Because <laughs> I want all I want Jin to panda to have panda man? Come on, Oda. No, no, no. It's gonna be something completely different. It's gonna be like like Arlington Q panda or something like that. Esquire. Arlington Q monocle. Yes, and a top hat. And, top hat. <laughs> and you're gonna find out that he was in um, Alika's room all along. Yeah. <laughs> That's the like stuff yard. bear. Exactly. He, like, transformers out of the stuff bear. It's like, don't worry, that was my nan. Alright, what's going on here? <laughs> okay, little kid. I'm gonna take this, this demon away now. Hey, now. He's out. That's ridiculous. <laughs> It'll be the best, though. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, I would just want him to walk into rooms and say what's going on here, and that's it. And just leave. When you get a chance, Google Top Hat Panda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The first image that pops up is hilarious. <laughs> but, um, so, let's address questions now. 
because um, we had some, right? <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, sorry. Yes. Okay. No. The main question was um, from Jester Till. He says, you guys tend to answer my questions in show before I've thought of them. But I've been wondering. The reason I'm a fan of Hunter Hunter is because I always thought it had something unique. Something that puts it in a different class from all the other stuff in the same genre. Maybe it's a strange mix of characters that still seems to work. The way each new arc is like a whole different show. Or how Hunter Hunter has more strong character moments in a single chapter than most shows in their whole season. I just know I enjoy this show, the manga, and the characters so much more than all the others. So I was wondering, am I just kidding myself here? Is Togashi just some hack who writes himself into a corner and then bullshits himself out of it again? Are there hundreds of manga out there just as good that I simply haven't read yet? Or is it really as unique as I'm convinced it, it is? Um, I can honestly speak for, for as far as shonen manga goes. That it is one of a kind. That's, yeah. the, that's the manga that I mostly read. I don't read anything else. So that's why I really, I'm not really an expert as far as reading other manga goes. Um, other genres. But you are not kidding yourself. Um, Togashi is very a very good writer. Um, he's just a lazy motherfucker. That's the only <laughs> thing. Like, he's just he is capable of coming up with amazing storylines, as proven twice by not only writing Yu Yu Hakusho but also Hunter Hunter, and doing a great job of keeping track of everybody and even like bringing back people that you didn't really recall that you thought were important. Mm-hmm. And then giving him like like one thing comes to mind was the end of the Camaro Ant arc, where we got introduced to a little girl that was a little ant or whatever. Uh, Reina, I think, was her name. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if you go back and reread that arc, she's like the very first human that gets eaten from the very beginning, like her and her brother. Um, so those characters get introduced very early on in the arc and makes it more like really emotional to see what happens and they get a fitting ending at the end so he's got he's got a story planned out um, clearly it makes uh, for a lack of, of fluidity the fact that he has so many hiatuses that's the one downside to a story if those weren't the case you for sure would would see that it would be as popular... I mean, it's still popular enough as far as what... Um, as, as far as selling volume goes uh, in, in Japan. Um, but I don't, I don't see it as him being a bullshit writer. Um, that is reserved for Mr. Kishimoto <laughs> and Mr. Tite Kubo. I think there's a difference between... People that are bullshitters, um, which is Kishimoto and um, Kubo. And then some people are what we call bullshit artists, which are people who are so magnificent at writing themselves into corners and then just tap dancing their way out of it that it's it's an entire new level of artistry and like people just fall at their knees to worship this person. Like, when they find out that they were basically screwed, and they had to come up with something on the fly, because the ones that are truly, truly good at it, you don't even know they were in a corner. It just winds up looking like 
they planned it to work out this way the whole time. When really it's like, oh, ah, I, fuck, I screwed up and I what? don't know what to do. No, I mean, that's, that's, oh, how, oh, that's how it is oh, as yeah. a writer. Right, right. Yeah. I was like, wait, what happened? And then like, you remember some random person that showed up at the very beginning of the story and it just so happens that you wrote them to have the particularly the particular ability that's needed to get this person out of the situation and now the only real concern is how to get that person to show up in a way that doesn't look completely contrived mm-hmm. which some people are good at and other people it's like why why are you even a writer sir mm-hmm. like why didn't you go to college or go to technical <laughs> school and learn a trade so we don't waste <laughs> our time here mm-hmm. yeah, it's like I, you're clearly just an artist why didn't you it's... draw for someone else well I mean that's the thing It's sometimes it really ends up being um, that whole entire dynamic as far as like Naruto for example where the story just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and instead of focusing on the characters that have already been established you have to like reintroduce new characters over and over and over again and the same thing applies to Bleach as well where the characters that you designed and have created get left behind to the newer ones that you that you have going and even those newer ones eventually get tossed aside and you don't even come back to them, even though they're still relevant to whatever. Like, you have no idea what the fuck happened to them. Yeah. And Part of and the that's problem one of... is some people have never learned how to basically design an entire world. Like, um, you can see the world of Hunter x Hunter and how detailed everything is and how uh, all the different parts of the world connect together and there's a, a semi-balanced ecosystem regarding the hunters, the marks, the regular people, the animals, and all these other things that are going on. And then you have um, worlds where it's clear people are making things up on the fly, or they haven't they haven't thought about how the the side characters have progressed alongside the main characters. Like where it gets really dangerous is the main characters have so outpaced. Um, all of the people that were in the beginning of the story that you can't even bring the early people back because their skill level is so far behind the main characters that it looks like they were just sitting on their asses the past two or three years doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And the the crazy thing is that that's not like needed sometimes. The The problem is, is they get like these power boosts out of nowhere mm-hmm. just so that they can be powerful and then they they fail in comparison to everything else. And like the, the 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 world that you set up early, where you have limits and shit, that no longer can uh, you know is applicable to these characters because they have gone far and above the limits that you set yourself early on. That it just makes this like like I'll use Naruto for example because it's the, it's the most current one right now that I have. The series started out originally where you had chakra. You only had a limit of it. And you had the ability to create, you know, using hand signs, create abilities that would enhance your other attributes. Now it's to the point where Naruto, for example, the main character, 
and I'm sorry if none of you guys have kept up on it, but I'm going to spoil it for you guys anyways because it's it's related to this. He has tapped into limitless chakra, so he's capable of doing anything, any point, and he doesn't even need to do hand jutsus anymore or hand signals. It's just whatever he can think of is coming up, basically. And it's gotten so far away from the chakra aspect of things with the inclusion of all these eye techniques that basically the Sharingan turn into Super Saiyan. So everybody in the series that's anybody strong has an eye technique. And that doesn't seem to have any limits whatsoever. So it's shit like that that makes the series bad and it just completely just fucks the whole you know dynamic of everything that makes it not, not really relatable at all. But oh, here... Right, but here with with Hunter Hunter, you have, you know, you have the ability of Nen, and then it's explained, but you never like get. You have contrives, but I mean, you still have like Gone went through that whole entire transformation, and yeah, he was fucking powerful as all hell, and he fucked Pito up, and now he's in a fucking hospital bed on the verge of death. Like that's the difference in in character, like powers and limits, as far as that goes. And I think it was really having come from a background of watching Naruto before it was complete shit. Um, Because at the time I started watching Hunter Hunter, I think the children exams were just over in Japan. So this is way back when. And in watching Hunter Hunter, I think I liked the characters, but I wasn't particularly sold until what is perhaps the most boring explanation in history of ever. But until we got to Nen, and I saw how complicated it is, and especially the part um, where um, they mentioned that I think it's Ahsoka himself who says what type of Nen he has, and he's talking about how the Nen type is tied to personality, and he says, because I'm twisted, um, I'm a transmuter or whatever, and Killua realizes that he has the same type. And you get to know that he's also twisted, and um, and just the the fact that everything basically goes back to who the person is, and you can't ever surpass the limits of Nen so far, mm-hmm. because um, even if you as a person you surpass your own abilities, you would end up doing it at a huge sacrifice, whether it's to yourself or to other people. So it's it's not something that people go around doing, and there's always, when it comes to like teacher roles in the story, they're always taking care to make sure that everybody goes about all these steps in the right manner. Otherwise, um, the student himself or herself may die, or you may end up in a situation where now you've empowered an evil villain to basically go out and kill everything. Yeah, and I mean, we're still in a storyline where the main character isn't even the strongest person in the series. Or the most popular person. Or the most popular person. It's like, we're only, there's a lot bigger world out there that's way more powerful. And I mean, the only thing that really, um, like, is reminiscent of that is, like, One Piece. And... But that's like when we talked about in the very first episode, 
it's a completely different story because that is an adventure manga. It's not necessarily an action manga. Like it has a great adventure and a great story. And the same applies to um, Hunter Hunter. But you could tell like these two people are, I mean, they're the best at their craft of what they do. Between Togashi and Oda, you're going to get an amazing array of things. Granted, uh, One Piece has been lacking the past couple weeks, but it, you know it happens from arc to arc. But it also helps, you know, that Togashi has taken, and I get, I hate to bring this up, but he's taken a hiatus every once in a while that allows him, you know, a year to freaking come up with storylines, whereas other authors are doing it on a weekly basis. So the next um, questions are both connected because they're in replies to each other. Doylock says, I'm in a sarcastic mood, so I'm going to come right out and ask you what you guys think that the next new thing might be that the anime people are going to fuck up. Or just the next thing that's going to change color. I just remembered that Mr. Beans used to be pink. Somehow that was disturbing. Also, I propose a new drinking game a drinking game for the next new anime episode. Every time Killua smiles, you take a shot of tequila. See you guys in the hospital. <laughs> okay, we've already agreed to one of your things. Uh, which was the, the, the speaking thing, and we said that, you know, if we're going to keep <laughs> going with it, you had to be on the show. Now, I understand that it's a different time set schedule and everything, and that's great. If you're proposing this game, you're doing this with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because... In three of the morning. <laughs> I don't care if you live in a different part of the country or the world or whatever. I am not going to the hospital drinking tequila just because someone on the internet told me to without themselves doing it as well. Yeah, I don't drink alone, so. So, to his other, his actual serious questions, um, let's go with what do we think is going to change color? So far we've had Menchie's hair, um, Hisoka's hair, and Mr. Bean. But see, Mr. Bean, I understand, though. I guess his name is Mr. B. I mean, we didn't know his name until recently, so it, yeah. I mean, the whole entire I mean, I time. Thought, like, I thought he looked like Bubblegum before. Like I thought he yeah. was like a some type of like Slimer creature or something. Mr. Bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think will be a different color? Since that's easy. Um, I am going to go with um the uh, the Ghost Rider. Instead of green. I know we're yeah instead of green it's probably gonna be like I'm gonna go with like a blue hue or something just because I think that'll pop more is a new color scheme that the anime has. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a long ways down, but still. Yeah, I mean, why not? What about you, Bullet Beast? You got anything? Mm, let's see, something that's gonna change color. I mean, like I'm looking at uh, at, um, let's see. at volume twelve, and on the cover of this, like. He clearly had different colors yeah, in, in mind than what, um, hey, who dropped? Huh? No, the call freaked out for a second. Oh, you mean he had a different color scheme directed yeah, for... for the spiders? It clearly was completely different from what the anime later did, because, like, Shalnark has, I don't know, this yellowish colored hair, Amashi's hair is pink. Um, I think Pakanoda's suit is a different color from what they eventually used. So I'm just going to go with their whole color scheme is going to be completely different. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that makes sense. It's 
you have well even Hizoka, he's in he's all green. I mean he's like he was in the original anime. Yeah. He doesn't um change his hairstyle to red until later, but then on the cover of volume seven his hair's red. So I don't understand right. what's going on, yeah. whether in the manga he reversed and it was um his hair was red first and then he made it green. Whereas I'm gonna go with yeah, I'll, I'll stick to that because I mean we're we're still a little ways down, but I still think that it's a good. Yeah, it's a solid choice. So or they will make here. Here's here's a bold prediction. <laughs> uh, it's just me being out there. <laughs> they will make Kato black. Black <laughs> <laughs> And that's why he hasn't shown up. Yep. <laughs> so, Jester Till replied to that. You know, you're just trying to kill them. Cut it out. Simpler question. Which one of the Zodiac Hunters will be the first one to totally lose their shit and go postal on Paristan? He says, my jennies are on Dog Girl. Which, like I said earlier, that would be the person I would vote on as well. That um, Cheadle, I think her name is, just going to completely go batshit if Jin doesn't show up again. Uh, Yeah. Dog Cheadle seems like the most logical choice. However, I do think that if anybody's going to flip it's going to be Tiger. Or no, 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 sorry, Ox. Yeah. Ox has been like the guy that's been holding back and has been like the silent, but like if if you, if, you, if shit goes down, if anybody flips and it's him, everyone's going to be like, all right, it's on. Let's go. <laughs> Let's just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, forget this. Go just uh, kill him. <laughs> yeah, because he's been the one that has agreed with everything that everyone has to say. Like he's like, yeah, I agree with Tiger, but, you know, we can't take this irrational you know, physical way of solving is, but he just seems like I don't know why, but whenever I look at his character design, it reminds me of some somewhere else. But I you know I can't I can't put my finger on it though. But he looks like someone from somewhere else. Yeah, the zodiacs totally aren't in this manga. No, they're all from somewhere else. Well, oh. someone said that Tiger is totally from uh, Full Metal Alchemist because he looks very like. We, like I was reading, like who, like when people thought that the characters were from. Mm-hmm. Someone said that Ox was straight out of One Piece. <laughs> I mean, he he does look like. Yeah. He does look like some of the people, but like, I think the more outlandish characters, like um, the dragon and um, the ram, like those two, I would totally throw in One Piece. Um, Bunny looks like she's from a shoujo manga. Mm-hmm. Or, if not, some sort of manga based on an arrow game. Um, the the snake chick looks like she could be from anything. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, the way that she's got boobs, I would put her in Bleach, just because every single female there has got boobs that are way too big for their own good. Um, rooster, chicken, she looks normal, except for the feathers everywhere. So, I'll say she's in Hunter Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Um, obviously, Rat, I've already said he was in Fruits Basket. (laughs) His sparkly self. Tiger looks like he's, I don't know, like he's in Naruto. Yeah, actually, that's what it was. It was Naruto, because he, like, people are saying that he looks a lot like the, um, the guy from, um, God, uh, Digimon. The guy from Digimon? Yeah, like, the, the, who's that, Ty or whatever, with the hair? I think. 
Okay, I don't know characters. It's, it's been too long for yeah. me, so yeah. I never saw Digimon. Oh. Uh, but like, it's his um, his quick to anger. He totally reminds me of a main character in a shonen um, story, like just the typical shonen archetype. A little too dumb for his own good, but also strong. Um, is able to make friends somehow and it quickly jumps to the wrong conclusions. I can't back anything up, he says, with any sort of logic. Totally shonen jump lead character type business. Um, Chido, I don't know. She looks like she's from some furry porn. <laughs> <laughs> the nose is going too far. I've seen. Man. She's just from furry. She's just a furry. That's her yep, thing. From furry. The monkey dude. Uh, he looks like old manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I that's going back to the original question. <laughs> Who's gonna flip their lid first? I say ox. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with die girl. She's she's had enough. I would love to see Jin punch Pyrostan in the face, though. Just yeah. out of nowhere. That would be awesome. I don't even think uh, Jin was, would even flip his shit to do that. He would just do it to do it. Yeah. It's like, I've always wanted to punch you. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, I think that's all the questions. I think we're done. Obviously, this is another long episode. Yep, yep. Yep. As long as, like... He keeps giving us so much stuff to talk about. Um, he managed to push the elections back into this chapter, even though it totally didn't need to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so we end up, and of course, these are these are dueling storylines. Um, I assume at some point they're going to tie into each other. Maybe half of the Zodiacs dropped dead because Kittlewin knew them somehow. <laughs> Or whatever person they trick into doing the question. It would be funny if, um, like, Jin shows up. It's like, sup, bros? So they I heard you grant wishes. <laughs> or they, uh, instead of rescuing Gone. Because Jin is missing. That has nothing to do with anything. But he's I thought there. he was, no, I thought he was just bounced. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He He's not there. At their meetings. No. So he could be anywhere in the world right now. Right. Except sure. at his son's bedside. Anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Not at his son's bedside and not at his cousin love interest. <laughs> not there. Those no. two places. Anywhere and but there. Then, and then you wonder why things get made. <laughs> A.K.A. Uh-huh. What, dojins or children? That too. Poor children, I guess. Why <laughs> children? Oh, my favorite comment. Um, let me just throw this out there. Um, is talking about where Alka comes from. He Jester Till is talking about how he sees the two plot lines converging. He says, um, as for Alka plotline, I see that spiraling into something bigger. They keep repeating how they have no idea where he comes from, and he says Kikyo's Hellgate vagina. Being the obvious but ignored answer, and I just I love the description of her vagina as Hellgate. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and I wish I could. I think I will put that as the episode title. Hellgate vagina. Yes. <laughs> awesome. No one's gonna know what I'm talking about. Now we're gonna have to keep upping our our titles like that from now on. 
<laughs> well, like it would help if I actually listened to the episodes and I could take something funny and make it the title. But like I start out listening and then I just like screw this. I want to be doing something else. Yeah. Because <laughs> like other people they listen to the whole show and they're like, okay, eight hours later I'm finished. I'm like, no. It's bad enough that I invest eight hours a day into work. If not investing eight hours into something else. Mm-hmm. That's not sleep. So, that is the end of this episode. <laughs> episode On that note. Episode 11. Why are we always... Okay. <laughs> yes, episode 11. You guys can uh, reach us at hxhpodcast.com. Uh, or sorry. Dot wordpress.com. Uh, dot com. Dot wordpress.com. Or you can buy the um, dot com. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, um, Google Plus. <laughs> Are we? I guess. Are we? Yeah, we. Yeah, by default because of our Gmail. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Um, yes. And on iTunes, subscribe, rate, tell your friends about us. Uh, tell your friends, your fellow forum goers. Yeah. Your Reddit peoples. Tell everybody the to Tumblr listen. Peeps. Anybody and you know that's into Hunter Hunter or just random silliness, which is what any discussion of this very serious manga turns into. Or if you want, to, well, you have to. You can't take all this stuff seriously. Some of this stuff is very weird. <laughs> uh, or if you just want to rock somebody's world and be like, "Hey, do you like manga? Yes. Well, have I got the thing for you? <laughs> Why don't you listen to this podcast about this manga you've never heard of?" <laughs> Maybe yeah. it'll get you to I watch the show. Did, I think we actually did a pretty good job on episode one to let people know what the hell Hunter Hunter was about without spoiling too much and being like, here, you like clowns? <laughs> Go ahead. That eliminates like 95% of the world's population if you start <laughs> with you like clowns. Do you hate clowns? Well, this is the manga for you too. <laughs> oh, man. But we do always like trail off in the discussion into something completely different than it's like, oh shit, still recording uh, episode yep. over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, we will see you guys later. Next week. Until next time. Well, yeah. Next week. Same time. Same place. See you guys. Bye.